When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great people at Zen Sports. Download the Zen Sports app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and they will get you up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. ZenSports.com for more information. True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Go to True Math Fitness. Com for the best workout in Middle Tennessee, a new way to work out for the best version of you. TrueMath Fitness will go above and beyond to help you achieve your fitness goals. And the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, Amanda J. and her team have you covered. Make sure that your constitutional rights are protected at AmandaJGentry.com. So how you feeling? How's everybody's vibe out there? Because I've already been through this. You know, for the better part of this, this news first hit me on Sunday, okay? That Mike Vrabel, it's as real a possibility as as it's ever been that Mike Vrabel was going to be fired. And with all the discussion around that, I feel like we talked about it on Sunday night on primetime. Bert wouldn't know he wasn't here. I feel like like a child with abandonment issues at this point. Child of divorce, whatever. It's fine. I'll survive. So... We talked about it on Sunday night, and I talked to you guys about the vibes, right? It was off. Like, Derrick Henry Day was great. Derrick Henry's finale. It was triumphant. They beat the Jags. Okay, maybe that's enough to keep Mike Frabel around. All right, maybe they actually maybe they actually still have some juice here as a collective. Maybe not Tannehill, but Henry, Vrabel. Where, is, where are things with Rand Carthon? Okay, this is a very pivotal offseason, but they look like they've still got some fight. And the decision, if you're going to fire Mike Vrabel, like, can it be a football decision? The results are terrible, but the roster is terrible. We've talked about this over and over again. And all the while, looming over all of this is a report from a friend of mine, Diana Rossini, who talked to Titans ownership six weeks ago, who got the line about their commitment to Mike Vrabel six weeks ago. So what changed in those six weeks that saw Mike Vrabel fired today officially, but basically agreed to part ways yesterday based on my understanding, which we will discuss here in just a second. Um, We appreciate you guys jumping in. Make sure you share the broadcast around on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. I think I mentioned that. Uh, If you're on YouTube, bottom, wait, no, Facebook Live is bottom left-hand corner of your screen. Twitter is bottom right. You can subscribe to the channel. You can like the video while you're there. Um, Richard Mulliken says, seems like we heard, uh, seems like we heard the same commitment to AJ. You certainly heard the same commitment to AJ from Mike Vrabel. So in all of this stuff, how long have they been lying to you about their commitment to Mike Vrabel? Or at what point did that genuinely change? Now, here's the thing. Amy Adams Strunk did not field questions about the firing of Mike Vrabel today. She put out a, uh, the, tit- the Titans as a team, put out a produced 
uh, five-and-a-half-minute video, of which we will play you. We will let you hear in full in full throat Amy Adams Strunk talking to Mike Keith about why she fired Mike Frabel today. She did not field questions from the media. The last time that we had a Q&A with Amy Adams Strunk, I want to say was before the AFC Championship game. I'm pretty sure she took questions at that point with Mike Vrabel and John Robinson. John Burton pointed that out to me today. I don't remember that one as well as I remember the Jeff Simmons one, which would have been the same year, but like, there's not very often that Amy Adams Strunk takes questions from the media. So Mike Vrabel gets fired today. A lot of you get what you want, right? You want change, but... Now it doesn't seem so certain. Now your future seems tenuous. Now you may have talked yourself back into the idea because you've been lulled into a sense of security as I think everybody was. As media was, we talked about that. My position Wednesday, I was strong that Mike Vrabel was going to be the head coach. And then I heard Sunday all over the place, no, there's it's real that he could get fired. And he could get fired Sunday night. He didn't. Talked to a lot of people on Monday morning. He could get fired today. A lot of people went into work at the Tennessee Titans facility expecting for Mike Frabel to no longer be the coach there. He wasn't. He kept his job through Monday. So now we get to Tuesday and what happened over the course of that time. Well, it is, uh, it is, such, a, it is such an interesting dynamic because they've set themselves up for failure with the structure that they had. This collaboration, nobody has direct say, everybody has final say over everything, all together, all at once. This weird kind of amorphous power structure with Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon and Mike with personnel control and how does Amy factor in and does she ultimately just have final say over everything or who is actually running which parts of this business, of this organization, of this multi-million dollar NFL franchise? We didn't get a lot of answers to that question today because she wasn't there to field questions. Instead, Rand Carthon was trotted out um, as what, honestly, it felt so unfair to, to Rand to put him out in front of us as it has felt unfair for Mike Vrabel after he was out there, after John Robinson got, got fired instead of Amy Adams Strunk. Like, this is, this is an, a problem at the top, the way that this has played out and that it has failed so quickly um, less than a year less than a year from when they hired Rand Carthon to be a facilitator to Mike Vrabel's football team and the image of Mike Vrabel. Or apparently, apparently the image of Mike Vrabel was something more than Amy Adams Strunk could stand for much longer. And that, I'll be honest, kids, I did not have that on my bingo card, and I don't know how many of you did either. It was the, the scenario that was least discussed, right? All the subject matter was about trading him to New England, trading him to New England. Bill Belichick's obviously out. Bill Belichick, by the way, still has his job. Uh, and there it is. Um, there it is for the Patriots to just go and, go and pick him off. Well, they didn't account that the Titans don't want to wait around for the Patriots to make up their mind on Bill Belichick's scenario. So that's when it went down. Um, Mike Peck says, what are we going to hear from Vrabel? Uh you know, probably when he's taking one of the several jobs that he's going to be offered this offseason. Because Mike Vrabel, right now, I think he immediately jumps to the top of the uh, qualified uh, candidates list that's going to be out there. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start with our Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch in the comment section. What was your reaction to Mike Vrabel being fired by the Tennessee Titans Today, we'll discuss it at length together. Of course, your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by the incredible folks at Two Rivers Ford. 
quality American-made Ford vehicles, and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. They will put you in the driver's seat to succeed. So, what was your reaction to Mike Vrabel being fired today? Uh, forgive me if I butcher this, but is it Akai? Akai? I'm not sure. He says he's shocked. James Claus says shocked. Uh, my reaction is the uh, flat-faced emoji, according to Stephen King. Shocked at first from Ashley on Facebook Live. Figured it would be a trade at the most, but thought he'd be back for one more year. Uh, the, Jason Martinez says the owner wants to be more progressive as a football team than Mike Vrabel ever plans to be. It's that simple. She wanted a coach that was going to be evolutionary with the direction that the NFL is going. You're correct based on her statement, based on what she said in her statement. And we'll, uh, read a portion of that for you here in just a second, but first we'll let you hear from Amy Adams Strunk herself sitting down with Mike Keith earlier today. This was the Titans ownership group. Uh, courtesy of the team's website. I'm joined by Titans controlling owner Amy Adams-Strunk to discuss her decision to make a change in the head coaching position with the ball club. Amy, you mentioned in your statement that it was as difficult a decision as you've had to make in this role. What has Mike Vrabel meant to the Titans organization? Well, you're right, Mike. It was a very difficult decision. And Mike was our head coach for six seasons and he brought a lot of passion every day to work um, to players, to staff, to, to, to the organization. And I will always appreciate what Mike brought and wish the best for Mike and his family. Can you tell us the reason or reasons that you decided to make this change? The last two seasons have been very disappointing. And the, the fans felt it, I felt it. We made changes last year, and I came to believe we needed to make a change to the coaching staff. People want to know, when did you come to this decision? It wasn't a last night or a month ago or whenever. It's just kind of been all season watching, and it, it was difficult, but I thought it was time to make that change. There's been discussion in a lot of different circles about the possibility of trading the head coach. Was consideration given to trading Mike Vrabel? Well, yes, there was, but there's a bit of misconception about a coach's contract, say, versus a player's contract. A coach's contract, you can't trade them unless they're a willing partner to that trade. So, yes, we thought about it, but at the end of the day, with league rules the way they are, it would have maybe put us back three weeks. And, you know, honestly, to, to get the right head coach, I was just not willing to, to go to the back of the line and take a chance of missing out on someone we, we really wanted. All right, so I'm going to put two questions together. Will the new head coach report to Rand Carthon or to you, and who will have control of the 53-man roster? Today is about the coaching staff. I'm not quite ready to answer that question. I still have some things to work through but I will answer both those questions at the end of the process. So when it's done, you'll make this clear publicly who the head coach reports to and who has control of the roster. Absolutely, yes. Some specific... Okay, that's certainly something. Um, that's Amy Adams-Strunk sitting down with Mike Keith, 
in a produced video that was put out by the team after Mike Vrabel was fired earlier today. A to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by TrueMap Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMapFitness.com for your first workout free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, no workout ever recycled or repeated. Go to TrueMap Fitness for more information, whether it's the group fitness classes, whether it's the personal training like me and you know Worth Campbell, diehard Titans fan, do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or just to sign up for a membership to have access to their awesome facilities in downtown Nashville in the Gulf. Go to TrueMapFitness.com for more information. What was your reaction to the firing of Mike Vrabel? Because I was fascinated to see what Amy Adams Strunk would kind of go into on this. Um, so you hear a lot of uh, a lot of discussion. Well, there are a lot of words there about thanking Mike Vrabel for his time here and her best to Jen and to Tyler and to Carter, his family, and um, everybody knows how passionate Mike Vrabel is about football and on and on and on it goes. Um, that she's not willing to say who's in charge of what yet, um, but that she will tell people when the time is right about who's in charge of what yet is concerning, given that the general manager is just kind of hovering out there. Again, I feel bad for Rand Carthon in this situation. I, You know, how much how much a part he had to play in this? He said he was not in the room when Amy Adams Strunk fired Mike Vrabel. Um, you know, he said that uh, basically... He said that he was paying attention to media reports about it that kind of tipped him off to the idea that this might be happening before he was told that Mike Vrabel would be fired. So long story short, they better have a plan in place. Here's what I know. All right. Super loud around the organization on Sunday. It's the first time that I've heard credibly from people with the Titans, not Adam Schefter saying league sources speculating, not Breer saying that the Patriots would definitely call about Mike Vrabel and explore a trade. Not that Jordan Schultz saying that Mike Vrabel would be interested in coaching for the Patriots if he got traded. None of that. People with the Titans talking about Mike Vrabel is going to get fired. And to be honest, that at the time shocked me. It did not shock me when it happened today because I had Sunday to kind of process all that. And there was some level of, of stuff that was credible. There was some level of stuff that was hearsay. And to be honest, I didn't feel super comfortable talking about it other than the terms of, hey, a lot of people are talking about this dude could get fired at some point this week, which is the first that I'd heard it from people with the Titans. And I talked to you guys about the idea that Mike Malarkey, the same thing. It was all around the press box, people with the organization whispering like, High school, you know, high schoolers in the hallway about the latest gossip and news that Mike Malarkey was probably going to get fired, even if they beat the Jags in in the win and in, even if they beat the Kansas City Chiefs in that wild card round, and when they lost the New England Patriots in the divisional round the following week, uh, Mike Malarkey was fired. But the chatter was out there from the jump. So ownership made up its mind on Sunday. Had a discussion with Mike Vrabel yesterday. Um, informed him that the level of roster control that he was seeking would not be attainable, and that at that point, they're, they're, the gap between them was too far to bridge, basically, under the ownership or the construct that Amy Adams Strunk set up with Mike Vrabel, Rand Carthon, here working for Mike Vrabel in the capacity of we're building a team in Mike Vrabel's image. Um and now all of a sudden that image just got nuked because you fired the head coach. Cause I don't think you can necessarily, you can't force Mike Vrabel to be something that he's not. And I think that they want something different than Mike Vrabel and that's fine. 
By the way, that can 100% be the right decision. Fire Mike Vrabel, they have not produced in the last two seasons. It's been a catastrophe almost every week that they've trotted out a football team, and he is not blameless in the personnel decisions. So it's not like there isn't some of this stuff that's 100% on Mike as well, but that they changed their minds on the plan that they had in place after just a year, less than a year, of trying to figure out how to make this thing work. I wonder how quickly they came to that decision. She was right when she fired Mike Malarkey for Mike Vrabel. The football team improved, took itself to a different level, was more competitive on a regular basis. That sense petered out. Is that time for a change? They clearly think so. Whether that's the right decision or the wrong decision, we have no way to answer that question right now. I personally, you guys know how I feel about it. I think that Mike Vrabel deserved an opportunity to put a team back together, given how poorly this team was constructed. Again, he was not blameless in the construction of the football team, but it's just it, it's just so um so interesting that they are so quick to get rid of a commodity that so many other people are going to hire. I know that there are three teams that are interested in him right now. Um and I think that there are uh, that that have job openings and I think that there you know every team is going to interview Mike Vrabel. I'm probably I'm well, I don't know that to be certain. I don't know that to be certain. So let me not get ahead of myself. But Mike Vrabel is immediately the most qualified candidate out on the available job market to be hired. He is the most attractive candidate to hire if you are one of these organizations who has a team where you feel like you're ready to take the next step. I think that it is going to be fascinating to see how this plays out for him and for the Titans because now they have to be certain on the decision that they're going to make. Excuse me. So whether it makes sense now, whether it makes sense later, whether it never makes sense at all, it's going to be a fascinating thing to see how this plays out. <clears throat> but I want you to hear from Rand Carthon and the Titans' next coach and what that will look like from the GM's perspective. So we're going to, you know, hit the ground running. Um, you know, obviously this is, um, I'll give you a little, you know, just to go back a little bit. You know, um, I just finished meeting with um, our operations staff, our support staff. Uh, I met with each uh, assistant coach individually. I uh, didn't want to do one big fail swoop of you know, talking to those guys. I want to give those guys individualized attention. And so that way they can ask questions that they might want to ask about themselves specifically. So uh, make sure I made the time to go around and, uh, in, and talk with each one of those guys. Uh, but we're going to run an exhaustive process, uh, process uh, to find our next head coach. Um, and it's going to involve you know, a lot of people. Um, you know, obviously, I'll be a part of that. You know, Miss Amy will be a part of that and others. Um, you know, but we want to, you know, make sure that we're getting the right people in here. You know, I, I think it's it's going to be well documented, and I know you guys will, you know, do your due diligence and, you know, let us know what you think of every candidate, you know, that comes out. Um, but we also have to make sure that we're getting the right people in here, you know, and people that everyone in this building, you know, wants to come in and work for. So that's Rand Carthon meeting with the media earlier today. A to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by the Law Offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Go to amandajgentry.com for more information about how she and her team can protect your constitutional rights wherever justice demands. Amanda and her team have practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in the state of Tennessee. Make sure that you have the best defense out there. Make sure that you have the Law Offices of amandajgentry.com. So, 
That's Rand Carthon on the coaching search. Um, and Mike Vrabel is out there. Uh, V-Man says, Rand will hire a new coach who wants to win more than control everything. So, it, Mike Vrabel wants to win more than he wants to control everything. I think that my, what Mike Vrabel thinks is that having more control over his situation will better equip him to win. I, I think he believes that at his core. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. He's not going to get the opportunity to. That's not something that the Titans were willing to uh, were willing to entertain and that it didn't work with the setup that they implemented with Rand. Okay, they ripped the Band-Aid off and they made a move. Um, I am fascinated to see how empowered Rand Carthon is in this process. I hope that they, if they hired him to do the job, that they trust him enough to let him do the job. That's been the thing that's been hovering over the Rand stuff all year long is how much of the job are they actually allowing this man to do? It's not fair. If you're going to put him in a position, but only to an extent, I don't think that's, I don't think, I mean, maybe it is feasible for some people, but he doesn't strike me as the type that would go about it that way. So I'm, I'm curious to see how this plays out for Rand Carthon in the coming, uh, in the coming weeks and months. And, you know, he spoke today about being more upfront on some parts of the hiring process than others, and that he would make his assessment and give that to Amy Adams Strunk to be considered. But ultimately this is Amy Adams Strunk decision. I mean, it's her football team. That's what she continues to tell you time and time again when she makes decisions like this. Don't underestimate the level of control that Amy wants to have over her thing. And it is her thing to control. It was not Mike Vrabel's, right? Mike Vrabel is not an owner. Amy Adams Strunk owns the team. And she made sure to make that known um, throughout the course of this process. Uh Ben Hall says, I really don't care what you call me. Rand didn't sound like a man today who was willing to take accountability. How can you, you how can you use being new to the job as an excuse while Vrabel got axed? I mean, listen, the Rand Carthon press conference was was bad, but not for reasons that were Rand's fault. Rand's was Rand was out there to answer questions that Amy should be answering. But Amy's not, that's not what Amy's going to do. She did the, uh, she did the sit down with Mike Keith. They went about it the way that they did. And now Rand Carthon is out there taking the bullets, just the way that Mike Vrabel took the bullets for Amy Adams Strunk when they fired John Robinson, right? So Rand Carthon, again, if they hired him to do the job, then empower him to do the job. Part of doing the job is making him available to the media. This is the first time that we've talked to Rand Carthon about anything, anything, since training camp opened. The opening of training camp in July. It's January the 9th. What are we doing out here? Rand Carthon was asked questions about his lack of availability to answer some of these questions as the season was devolving, and this is what he had to say. No, um, I think, well, to your point, because I, I know where we want to go with this, um, I was out front from the moment I got hired through the spring, um, you know, throughout that whole process. And I just felt like whether right or wrong, you know, and it's something for me to learn from as we move forward. Um, I just felt like the the fall should have been about, you know, the players and the coaches. Now, in terms of when it came to the, the KB trade and why I was not out front, 
on that. You know, uh, Mike's had a relationship, you know, with Kevin over the last, you know, six years or whatever uh, it's been. Um, and we felt like it was best for him, you know, to uh, to go out front and handle that. Well, well, how, said, out front, you, you, I mean, you had a few press conferences. What's, what's out front? When you, when you say I had a few press conferences, are we talking in the spring or the fall? Spring and, and no, I, well, I was out front in the spring because that's, you know, that's roster acquisition time. Um, I don't particularly remember doing a press conference in the, um, in the fall, um, but uh, maybe I did one or two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, again, Paul, this is, uh, you know, my first year on the job and I've had, you know, thoughts and processes that I thought would work best, you know, moving forward. And I'm not here to say, again, like I said, it may not be right or wrong. And it's something that I need to evaluate you know, moving forward and do a better job of connecting, of connecting with the fan base. <laughs> uh, it was open season uh, in that press conference today. I was there. I asked Rand Carthon a bunch of questions. And, you know, honestly, I thought it was super disrespectful the way that we were elbowing over one another and elbowing Rand out of the way. There were people that wouldn't let Rand finish his sentences, um, which, I mean, it was, it was tough. It was tough. He is answering questions that he shouldn't have to answer. Um, so I think that where things are right now, uh, what did you make of Rand Carthon's press conference? I thought it was a tough look, but the, the tough look is not Rand's. It's the person who does not answer the questions fr from us on behalf of the fan base. When you send Rand Carthon out there to answer a question about what is your vision, for what this football team is going to be, what this organization is going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, under this new leadership, whatever it looks like. And the answer is we're not ready to share that vision yet. How is that? How is that the answer? How is that the answer? And that's the same, by the way, that's not like, it's not just a one-off from Rand. Amy Adams Strunk is declining to at this time say who is going to have final say over what for a reason. What is the vision here? You have to have some kind of defined answer to give people. You can't make them. I mean, you can, and then not give people what, what they're seeking out of it or some form of like legitimate ex explanation about how you plan to move forward and then not expect to be, you know, hugely criticized for it. Again, I think that's the fault of Amy Adams Strunk, not Rand Carthon. Rand Carthon was just the one out there having to answer the questions today, to his credit. Okay. Um, so let's, uh, let's wrap up with a gone viral video. Bert found one of the funniest things that I've ever seen. Uh, we'll have a lot more information on this from 10 to one on one Oh four, five, the zone tomorrow. So make sure you hang out with us. Uh, I, I needed some levity today. Bert provided to it. This is an ESPN three broadcast doing their own sound effects for what I can only describe as one of the saddest college basketball games I've ever seen. I know your ass a complex. Valley Sports Network. We're back. That's what that men tipping off against the Alabama State Hornets. Tipping off sweat conference play. As the Delta Devils coming to this game. Oh, and 13. And the Alabama State Hornets are looking to pick up their first swag win. They're 5-8 overall. Both teams 0-0 in the swag. So, it's just a totally ridiculous 
Uh, totally ridiculous clip uh, of these guys. <laughs> Dramil says these guys are great. So they they have a track record. They're out there. Uh, they're 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 out there doing this on a regular basis. This can't be the first time that they've gone viral for that. It's incredible. We should start doing that for Titans games. Except I would never sell you the Titans radio broadcast that way. Uh, like I said, a lot more Vrabel talk, a lot more uh, Carthon talk tomorrow from 10 to 1. Uh, Going to see if Diana Rossini and Taylor Lewan want to stop by uh, and give us their perspective on this thing. So you can check that out on 104.5 The Zone. A quick reminder that the primetime show is presented by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress and the Intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. Uh, have a great rest of your night. I guess this is the last time we're going to be able to use this clip, so I'll go ahead and use it. Uh, Mike, hey, Mike, why do you want to win? Expand on Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it uh, it fucking sucks. Losing. Awful.